this vintage of me know It's brought to you by Josh Cataldo We'll talk about wine if you've got the time Welcome to this vintage of me know Welcome back everybody uh, Thanks again for listening in to another episode of this vintage of vino I'm your host Joshua Cataldo um, Cheers everybody Raise your glasses. Uh, we've got some good ones here on the list for you. Um, before we do get into this podcast, I'd actually just like to, you know, state it's, you know, June 2nd, and there's a lot going on in the world right now. It sucks that racism still exists and everything. I'm highly upset with everything that's going on. And, uh, I wish that, you know, we could all just love one another. We need to spread more love than hate. And, um, yeah, let's just try to love one another and we'll get through this. But thanks for listening, guys. I really do appreciate it. Um, the topic for this evening is going to be Cabernet Sauvignon. I've got three of them that I'm sipping on. A little bit of Cab Franc. Uh, some cool things about Cabernet Sauvignon, uh, the regions in which it is mostly grown. Number one on that list is France. Number two, Chile. Number three, United States of America, which are not really necessarily united right now. I'm pissed. It just sucks. I couldn't go through the podcast and not mention this. Mention what's going on right now. It sucks. It's unbelievable. I can't believe racism still exists. And shame on people who can't fucking love one another. Uh, sorry for my language. I'm perturbed. Um, all right, so number four on that list is Australia, and number five is Spain. Um, another cool thing about Cabernet Sauvignon, the uh, cellar years on this bad boy sits at anywhere from five to 25 years. Uh, it's, it's a good one. It's a definitely age-worthy. Um, and partially due to that fact is because of the pH level that it has. And you notice that when you uh, go through a bunch of Cabernets. Um, so being that that's that, you know, typically you'd like to let this bad boy sit up and aerate from about 30 to about 60 minutes. And that'll open it up and by aerate, you mean decant, pour into something, let the oxygen molecules brush up against the wine and it uh, opens it up Um, another reason you want to do that and another good thing to have like your tools so like any man in any uh, situation has his tools a wine drinker's tool is his wine glass you know if you're going to drink a bunch of wine you're going to want to have your tools right so the glass you typically actually drink a nice Cabernet Sauvignon out it's a bigger, oversized wine glass, and that's the reason why. Is you allow it to open up, you get a nice little swirl. Little swirl going, open it up. Ooh, that bad boy smells lush. Uh, another cool fact about Cabernet Sauvignon is it's an actual, a natural cross between Cab Franc and Sauvignon Blanc. So white and red got together. See, color doesn't matter. Oh, man, even more so. 
Color should not matter. Um, we all bleed red, right? And um, so it's a, an actual natural cross between Cab Franc and Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, we're going to get on some Cab Francs a little later and a little bit of Sauvignon Blanc. We'll go through the comparison. Maybe we'll do like the trio and um, let's see what that's all about. But they, uh, so this cross, this natural cross actually originated in Bordeaux, Bordeaux, France, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. So on that list today for you guys, we got number one, the uh, Chateau Holt, the Bougerville Gloria, 2015 vintage, a little Jim Berry, 2016 vintage, from a, coming from um, Coonerwar, uh, Australia. Number three, Slingshot, coming out of Napa, California. And number four, Domaine de Belair, coming from France, 2015 vintage. All right, you guys, let's go ahead and get into these notes. Hey, Nick, take it away. Get yourself a glass and taste some wine. Is it nutty? Thanks, Nick, for leading us into this other segment. Um, I appreciate that. We got four different wines here that I went through on the tasting sheet. Three Cabernet Sauvignons and one nice Cab Franc. Top of the list here, we got Chateau Holt, uh, Bougerville Gloria. Um, this is one of the Cabernet Sauvignons, 2015 vintage. This one comes from St. Julian, France. Sits at about 13.5% alcohol. Average price on this bottle is about 45 bucks. Um, on the nose, it's got low to medium intensity. It's got notes of this wet leaves and uh, oh, dried cherry bark. Um, this one here, if I was to rate all of these, the four of them, this comes in at number two. It's a very good wine. Mmm. Uh, on the palate, it's really dry, uh, medium acidity, lots of tannins. It's a medium to full-bodied wine. On the palate, there's also those dry cherry notes with complex, oaky, woodsy flavor. Uh, really good wine. It's a medium to a long finish. And I think that this wine would go really well with grilled venison, um, grilled, a grilled venice loin with sauté asparagus and herb potatoes. And this is actually what I made for dinner tonight. It went over really well. I got my notes back from my professor and she had told me, you know, asparagus actually typically does not go good with red wine or drier red wines due to the flavor that's in it. Um, so it could kind of tweak it, but if you use the skinnier Asparagus, it doesn't have that flavor so much in it. It's the umami flavor, and it can throw off the balance of the red wine and make the tannins taste bitter, which was interesting. So a little side note on that when you're pairing wines with food. 
and I'm going to have an in-depth, excuse me, podcast about that in the future. It was just nice to hear those notes after I paired it, but it actually went really well. The asparagus was uh, the skinnier types, and the pairing, the also she had mentioned the main course is typically what you would uh, round the wine with, not necessarily the side pairing dishes. So the main course was the Venice itself, and the asparagus was a side dish, but all together it went over really well. Second one on the list, we've got uh, Jim Berry, 2016 vintage. This is an Australian wine, come from uh, Kunawari, 13 per- or, uh, 14.3% alcohol. That's kind of high there for a wine. Price on this average is about 20 bucks. Low to medium intensity on the nose with an aroma of like this baked bread and new shoe smell with uh, some floral notes there in the background. And this one here, this time around, I actually have all four still in front of me to pour out and taste. I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but previously I would go through two bottles, two bottles or three bottles and then do the uh, actual podcast. But tonight I'm sipping on all four, baby. Um, but yeah, so this one is actually, you know, it's got that like new shoe smell and this, the yeast you can tell that I, th- I believe comes from the barrel itself. Hmm. Oh, that one's got like the, on the palate, this, uh, rose petal flavor with, um, with the creamy, like, well, not creamy, uh, with this clay earthy flavor which is really interesting and it's an off dry wine just a little bit of residual sugar left in there medium acidity with lots of tannins Um, this is a full bodied wine with a long finish this wine here I said would go really well with uh, like a crispy fried duck with a side of homemade macaroni and cheese. You know, the kind that's got like five different cheeses in there. All mixed around with the macaronis. And a nice crispy duck to go along with it. Um, this one has a little bit of room to age. Even though it's 2016 vintage. I'd say in about two or three years. It would be in its prime. Due to the fact that you can kind of taste like the that alcohol and the uh, acidity. Uh gives it a little more longevity i guess you could say all right number three on the list moving along here we got slingshot uh 2017 vintage this one here comes from napa california another high one when it comes to the alcohol percentage this is 14.5 um 25 bucks on average really can't beat this wine i highly recommend it this one comes in at first place low to medium intense aromas I smell this musty chocolate with floral notes and a little bit of that, like, that oaky, woodsy smell. I'm going to pour out, if you don't mind, a little more of that. uh, Because this here, by far, is is my favorite out of these. I definitely purchased this bottle again. Uh, Just just one of those wines. It's kind of easy to drink. You don't necessarily need to pair it with food. Uh, it's, it is dry. It does have a lot of tannins in there. 
but just that flavor man like smoky earthy yeah mm. and it's got like the chocolate right there on the palate as well good one uh, this one here is also off dry a tiny bit of residual sugar left in there medium to high tannins with low acidity and it's got this flavor of the like a chalky coffee chocolate flavored with some dry fruit in there and it is uh, medium bodied wine with a medium finish not necessarily a long finish you know the tannins drop right out the chocolate remains there towards the end and then it just rounds itself out it's one of the reasons why i like it and think that it would go uh really well with without any food excellent wine for that price ready to drink now don't really think it's got too much more that it could age even though it's 2017 maybe about another year year and a half tops uh, this wine, I said, would go really well with a uh, nice charred uh, Pittsburgh Rare Tomahawk Steak and Brussels Sprouts. So, like that ch charredness, I think would go really well with that chalky chocolate flavor. You know, you get the dry charred flavor, a little bit of chalky chocolate flavor, and, uh, you know, call it a day. You know, pair this wine with that, I think it would go really well. All right. Number four, last but not least on the list, we got a nice little Cab Franc from France, uh, Chinon. And Chinon is actually known for their Cab Francs. Really good. This is a really good one, highly recommended as well. Domaine del Bel Air, 2015 vintage, sits at only 2.5. Uh, well, that would be sad. It's at 12.5% alcohol. Average price on this is $18. Uh, thankfully, we actually had just a, a deal we got on some nice French wines. Ended up picking up this one for about 9 bucks. Really can't beat it. Uh, low to medium intensity on the nose. It's got that uh, bouquet there. And it has this sense of grass clippings. Like a nice little scent of grass clippings and a smoke and earth, earth flavor to it. Yeah, man, I tell you. Mm. That's a good one as well. Yeah, really, all four of these can't go wrong. Um, this one here is a dried medium acidic with full tannins. It has a flavor of that smoke and um, oak flavor to that. It's a medium bodied wine with a medium to a long finish. It's more of that the oakiness that lasts a little bit longer in this one and this one I said would go really well with uh, with a smoked pork ribs you know so, or yeah a smoked rack of pork ribs you know let those bad boys sit on the on the smoker for about eight hours the meat just falls off the bone also with a side of bacon collard greens put that right in there in a tin or a aluminum pan right in there with the smoker Gave it that smoky flavor. Man, mix that with that those pork ribs. Oh, top it off with some of this Cab Franc. I think hands down, excellent pairing. Uh, it was really good to see the feedback that I got from my professor and everything with these wines. I'm going to go ahead and get into a different segment maybe later on here in the next couple podcasts with a cooking segment so I can go with that. Um, 
But yeah, I hope you guys really enjoyed this podcast. Sorry it's a little bit shorter than the other ones. Just didn't have a real whole a whole lot of time here in the past couple weeks. But um, yeah, I just want to say, you know, uh, you try to love love somebody today. You know, try to sh- show some compassion and stuff to your neighbor. And um, we got to get through this ignorance. You know, uh, is coming from all different sides with us. You know, with everything that's going on in the world today, it's really sad. But we got to remember to love our neighbor. You know, we all bleed red, and it, it really sucks these times. You know, and it, it's a it's a shame where we're standing right now as a country. But you know, we can't let it pull us apart. You know, love your neighbor. Grow up. These people that are acting ignorant like this need to grow up. But I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, Thanks for listening in. And have a good night. Peace out.